So you have chocolate in hand? That's I received good. it on Saturday. I oh, had good, a chance good. to enjoy them. Yes, definitely. I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, sorry, those are my dogs. Um, so here I'm talking with Aaron Keller. He is CEO and founder of Verse Chocolates, but also um, founder of Capsule. Um, I would love to hear a little more about your background if you want to share that with the audience. Certainly. Uh, one correction, I am not the CEO and founder of Verse Chocolate. I'm the, considered the chief marketing officer of Verse Chocolate. Uh, Scott Walker is mm. the CEO and founder. Um, yes, and okay. uh, it is a venture we are invested in um, to bring to the marketplace. Uh, my background is uh, research and design and uh, and helping people bring products to market like this. Amazing, yes, so, and it's and actually... Uh, you've actually tried it and enjoyed it. Yes, yes, and of course, yes. and the firm, uh, the one you mentioned, I should probably mention as well, Capsule, which, um, which brings brands to the market, and you've seen that through the work we've done with Patagonia, Arcteryx, Hydroflask, brands like mm -hmm. that, so. Um, yes, incredible work. I'm very, I, I love the work that you guys are doing. It's very inspiring. Um, and the way that you tell stories is really, really great. Um, so let's talk more about Verse. Um, I had a chance to try them and I will say it was a very unique experience. Um, I, I am a fan of dark chocolate, but I do prefer something that doesn't have that like sharp tang to it. Um, and this was a very different experience. So can we talk about how you came into this space? Like how you decided to enter such a crowded market like chocolate, you know, like the competition is just so fierce. Yes, yes. Um, so Scott approached us um, 18 months ago um, with the idea of bringing a chocolate to market. And we also, we agree with you. Um, in the beginning, we certainly agreed with you in the fact that it's a very crowded market. Um, but in some research we did early on, we found white space and dark chocolate. And it's essentially in the space where if it, it um, tastes like it's in the range of 70 to 75% cacao, which is where people's palate is typically at if they're into dark chocolate, um, but it's actually 90%. There's a huge benefit boost to go to that 90% level, less sugar, um, therefore healthy for you as a daily habit, as a healthy daily habit. Um, and so that was the space that we discovered. Now, actually achieving that was um, uh, the great work of the team and, and what Scott was able to accomplish to get to that, that flavor profile. Um, uh, so it could be something that you could enjoy every day. And then the form factor, getting to a medallion. So you're not trying to break off a piece off a bar or trying to determine how much of a bar you consume every day, right? A single serving a day is one medallion. I recommend three a day because it's a good healthy habit. And it's a good <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so it's, um, uh, go ahead. No, I was just, so I just, your process of getting like the creation of the chocolate, that's, that's really fascinating. I, I don't think people understand you know, the challenges in the industry and the actual process that you do with the cacao. So like, I would love to like talk about that. Yes. 
Yes, the um, the process of getting to um, to this level. So that the thing that Scott um, was very he's immersed in chocolate. He spent a lot of time in chocolate um, at, at Big Chocolate, and um, and the process is a controlled fermentation process that essentially um, is a more precise um, fermentation of the of the cacao beans, um, therefore getting more flavor um, and more benefits into the bean itself. Um, and then, which I can't get into, is the roasting and the and the, the production process after that, which um, is where we get to that flavor profile as well, well as that feel in your mouth that that level of um, um, how it breaks really nicely, right? How it, it feels smooth yeah. first, those type of things. Mm -hmm. But the other pieces of it um, are really the nutritional benefits are about the cacao bean, the source where it comes from in the world. Um, and then the controlled fermentation process, which is what Scott is very familiar with. So right. and, um, it is an absolutely amazing thing to see when you, um, the, the process to go from, from a bean to, uh, to chocolate, right? Because most people don't think of chocolate as a fruit, right? As no. a fruit you have on your countertop. It's just not seen as that. It's seen as a dessert. Um, which should, can yeah. be still seen as a dessert, but I'd like to change that. I'd like to change that in the form of, you know, it's a healthy daily habit, right? Um, just like yeah. an apple, just like anything else in the fruit category. Yeah, let's talk about that because the, the way people consume chocolate, I know from my experience, it was just like stuffing a Snickers bar or Kit Kat bar down my mouth, like just, you know, mindlessly. Um, this experience definitely forced you to be a little more thoughtful and mindful about what you were consuming. And I think that the actual experience is really different. Um, it is like you're, you're taking, you're enjoying something that not only tastes like, I don't know, like a lower percentage chocolate and melts like a lower percentage chocolate. That, that was a really interesting find for me. Um, because I expected it to be a hard, like, because it's a darker chocolate, because they tend to be harder and, you know, don't melt as easily. Mm -hmm. um, that experience was so different. Um, but, like, let's talk about how that fermentation process actually um, brings out the benefits in, in the, the cacao beans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Bringing forward, forward the antioxidants and the and the flavanols specifically um, as something that helps um, uh, I, at the cellular level. It's not my area of, of expertise as to as to the, the biological impact on us. And I know the things that I talk about a lot, which is related to um, happiness and creativity, um, <laughs> and and what it does for flexibility of small blood vessels. Um, and things like that. Um, and I, a lot of people know what antioxidants are and what they do um, and, and what kind of positive impact they can have on our bodies. Um, but also um, just the fact that <clears throat> starting something, starting a day off, starting a meeting off with a bit of chocolate makes that meeting better. So there's so many things in life that are not pleasant moments that you can start with chocolate instead um, or replace a bad habit in some form. And you've got a nice, healthy benefit right before something, right? And it's very a shareable item as well, right? You can totally. have somebody else enjoy it at the same time, especially if they're into dark chocolate. Or even if they 
don't know that they're into dark chocolate. Like this is something for the people who haven't really experienced dark chocolate because they're afraid it's gonna have that like sharp, bitter taste. Um, that's not the experience at all. And like, actually what really made me happy is that the sugar content was so much lower. Um, and I've really been mindful about the sugar content, the amount of sugar that I'm ingesting myself. So like being able to not feel so guilty enjoying these, that was really important for me too. Yes, I agree. It's uh... <clears throat> there's a lot of things that are bad about sugar and how much sugar we consume in every other thing in our lives. Uh, and this is a, this is a wonderful replacement for that where you can get that bit of a, what feels like a treat. Um, so we're still benefiting from the perception of chocolate, but mm -hmm. you're not getting anywhere near the level of sugar you would get if you shovel down a Kit Kat or whatever else <laughs> bit of chocolate that you might be, right. cause it's a natural, we have those natural cravings at certain moments and, we could acknowledge that, but then replace it with something better, something healthier, and something exactly. with less sugar. Yeah, and I know that I, along with probably the majority of women, you know, reach for chocolate in times of stress. Um, and it, it, you know, chocolate does have that kind of soothing effect when you have those moments of like anxiety or stress. Like it, it does help, like take that like edge off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, <clears throat> you know, is that, is that biological? Is that um, uh, chemicals and other things happening in your body at the same time? Or is it just the experience of chocolate, right? That you know this, you've got a history with it of, of experiencing chocolate. Um, I think, I think it's both um, those things, both of those things are happening, um, but be able to have something like this to, uh, to take that edge off because it is it's a it's a calming thing it's helps i think with the brain um it helps mm -hmm. you be more calm but yet more perhaps centered and therefore a little bit better on your creative side of your brain essentially mm -hmm. right and something that i found that really spoke to me in your brand was your um connection to the uncommon cacao can we talk a little bit about mm -hmm. that Yes, yes. <laughs> they are the they are the source of the beans, um, and they are. Uh, and Scott is on the board of that organization, and it's very familiar. Actually, two of our the team members, Kate, is also on the board of Uncommon Cacao, so we have a very strong relationship with them. Um, as uh, what we talk about is uh, transparent trade, so knowing where the beans come from, because one of one of Scott's original goals for this was essentially to benefit the farmers and benefit the consumer. So if we can design a chocolate that is beneficial to us as human beings consuming chocolate, um, consuming it in a healthy habit kind of way, at the same time, because we're pushing the, ferment, the controlled fermentation process down the supply chain, um, putting value more early in that supply chain, the farmers benefit and the consumers benefit by producing a better quality product essentially. Um, <clears throat> so yeah that's been a that's been a very important part of the of the partnership on the end of the relationship um they go f uh, they go beyond what we know is fair trade um to the point of transparent trade um yeah. making sure we know where our food originates right right and i i mean i i don't know if our audience is really aware of like how um Un, like not transparent the industry can be and how 
devastating it can be to some communities in where they're sourced from. Um, the fact that you guys made that a point to call out in your, your work is really inspiring to me. So I think, you know, if a lot of brands can like start taking that lead, it would be great. Um, yeah, I, I agree. So I wanted to know chocolate pairings because, you know, like we're looking at this from a different angle and I think, you know, in order to, I just enjoying it as something that's not to be like binged or, you know, just like mindlessly tasted, um, like chocolate pairings probably have like a really special niche right now that with your chocolate. Yeah, it is a, as you see from the form factor, there's a lot of things that are happening um, just in our early development of this about where it can be paired with or what what things, what foods it can be paired with, but also how it can be paired in the fact that it works almost like a cracker in a way. So it's, mm. a, it's a chocolate cracker, um, which is an interesting perspective on it that others have, have pointed out to us. Um, you know, I can't say that it was part of the original design thought process, that it would be that, but we love that it's come out as a conversation piece. But yeah. the things that, that you can pair it with, people typically go to red wine with dark chocolate, which is a common mm -hmm. thing. Um, but there's a lot of people that are pairing with spirits, specifically, um, uh, you know, in the area of perhaps ports, which is, I guess, it's still in the wine category, but um, all kinds of other spirits are being paired with. Things that would be unusual would be like olives, right? Um, not expected salmon is a really interesting pairing. Um, gouda and the cheese, um, right? Uh, figs are one that really I really enjoy. Um, so there's all kinds of unusual things you can pair with, and because it works kind of like a cracker, um, you can pair it with something else that also fits into your um healthy habit diet and uh and it's it is amazing because it works like that cracker or a dipping device and in, in things um and we're still exploring all kinds of other because there's so many those are the base foods but then there's all kinds of other mixes and things that have come out that go far beyond that of course the standard you know a good natural peanut butter is not a bad thing something about that always it's good yep i Totally agree. Right, right. Maybe some jelly on that too. So, um, right, right, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also very curious about what you see in the future for like the chocolate space. Like, what, what is, what does that look like for you? So yes, there's a, <clears throat> the team is working on a number of other um, products, complementary products. Um, we are um, exploring some interesting things that keep us still in that category of um, a 90 that tastes like a 70 in the, in the cacao category, because we feel like that, if we get that right, to get that base right, um, that uh, everything added on to that is, is a bonus and can involve more people in this chocolate. Um, and as those come out, we'll be, you know, seeking out taste testers, people that want to participate and, and get to know the chocolate and, and taste early versions of it for sure. Um, there's uh, amazing opportunities if if um, if people do adopt this this wonderful daily habit because uh, it's a good habit to have in your life. Um, we have a few questions. Um, so yeah, so Irina was curious. 
this how you um, do you recommend enjoying it like a daily vitamin? I, I often refer to it as a dose um, that it is it does come across that way. Um, uh, I've I've used it before, right before meetings. We used it to replace elements of my breakfast. Um, I'm thinking about it more in that way now, where I'm I'm looking at you know little bad habits that I know are bad habits, but I choose to ignore them. Here's something I can replace that bad habit with something healthier, something um, better for me, and a better habit for that matter. So yeah, I um <clears throat> we have been talking about it as as dose, um, almost like a daily vitamin. Um, but not as, you know, not as challenging as a daily vitamin, I guess. More joyful. I haven't tried to melt it yet, but does it melt similar to oh. milk chocolate? Yeah. It, it melts very nicely. Okay. I don't know that I could say it melts like, yeah, it melts very nicely. Yeah, it does. It is. Okay. Um, we're exploring some, some chef conversations that could be interesting. Um, and, and, and also possibilities of being an ingredient in other things at some point in time as well, um, which would get more into the, the importance of the melting piece of it um, down the road. Yeah, um, yeah just because I, I make chocolate covered strawberries as like a guilty pleasure, like just like to enjoy. Um, but I also love to like use these in baking or like chip form. Um, and I also, I feel like it has like a very unique texture just maybe to have like an ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. We've, um, <clears throat> I've used it as uh, dipping in yogurt in the morning. Um, yeah. I am a big fan of Nusa as a yogurt and yeah. um, the key lime pie version of Nusa. Yes. Very good. But yeah. not all the, extra sugar that's at the bottom just take the top off um with with the with the chocolate as a scooper it's really good yeah it is amazing the types of things you could do honestly when you're when you're writing about chocolate if you think about the word chocolate it pairs with anything it makes everything better you just put chocolate in front of it and people go oh, that must be good Whatever right it is it's got to be good it's just a it's a joyful thing I've, yeah, I've seen those con uh, combinations of like chocolate and bacon, chocolate and like, you know, just like potato chips, um, yeah. like mixing with the salty and the sweet. Um, yeah. And I, I do feel like that this, this profile fits those like pairings also, like you combine it with like a saltier thing because it doesn't have that like really acidic taste to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it balances off that that bit of bite that might be on the chocolate. Yeah, and yeah, so can we actually, the the shape of the chocolate actually really plays really well to how we enjoy it. Like it, it melted like really evenly. It didn't feel like you had to do a lot of work to like get it to melt either. Yeah, yeah, the shape, um, the shape was a, an essential element of the entire effort <clears throat> for a couple of different reasons. One, there aren't a lot of bars being accepted. This is a you know, part of the crowded category of chocolate. The standard form factor is a bar. 
But if you think about that as a designed experience, the bar really isn't designed for us as consumers of the chocolate. It's designed for the chocolate manufacturers. It's an efficient you know, method to um, distribute the bars, distribute the chocolate to you in the bar form. But when it comes to consumption, then you've got your, you know, opening up a package, breaking off pieces, kind of trying to reseal it, but not really resealing it, put it in somewhere. Um, it doesn't have an individual kind of experience as well as a sharing kind of experience. So moving to that, the medallion, um, it, it gives something that you can you can give one and and take one yourself. You can um, have them on the countertop and just you know grab one as you leave the house um, in the morning. Uh, it is um, it's got a wonderful you know form, and then just the uh, the feel in the hand and the feel of it breaking and uh, the importance of that. So it is a it's a really um, uh, enjoyable experience um, to consume. Yeah, definitely. And I know you guys just launched, um, like, yes. what was it, a few months ago? A month ago. A month just ago. A month out of the world. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, I just, yeah, I'm very excited to see where you guys land. Do you have any recommendations of where people can find you? Um, yes, firstchocolate.com is where we are now. Okay. Um, we're using this time period to get to know our audiences. Anytime you invent something as new as this, you want to find out who this is for. We have theories, but you have to actually put it on the marketplace and get people to react. You know, yeah. as you mentioned earlier, we have those people out there that, that people that make dark chocolate a daily habit, um, those that are open to it, you know, and enjoy dark chocolate, and know that those that maybe wouldn't ever think about it, but once introduced to this, might start exploring that. Um, but who those people are and where they show up and um, all the other stuff. That's what we're learning over the next, over these three months of, uh, of our launch. And then once that goes, we scale from there. Once we figure that out, I think it definitely has an audience. There's people that are showing up and, uh, and repurchasing, which is always a good sign. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, the fact that it has such a low sugar profile, I think it really intrigues like that health conscious, um person that you know doesn't want to consume that sugar so i know maybe your aim wasn't to, to tap into certain genres of health but maybe I, I do see like a lot of those people being captured in that audience yeah there's a lot of people being becoming very aware of sugar and how much sugar they take in and where they take in their sugars and also uh, carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates are big mm -hmm. as well. And so knowing about those things in your life, um, being aware of it and consuming less or being more deliberate about it. There's definitely a lot of people doing that and it's mm -hmm. growing. Um, you get people that are introduced to it by keto and things like that, movements like that. But I think it's generally speaking, it's just, it's a good movement to have happen because it's too easy to have too much sugar in your life. Yeah, I think you're definitely with that wave where um, people are kind of moving away from just consuming just to consume and tapping into a more in-touch audience. Um, it's definitely where I think the, the market's going. Um, really excited to see all of that happen for you guys. Is it considered good for keto? 
that, that was one of the questions. We refer to it as keto, keto friendly. Uh, it's not keto certified, um, but the ingredients are pretty simple and straightforward. And you can see those on the packages, each individual packet, so you can see how how low sugar it is. For sure. Yeah, like especially compared to actual fruit, sometimes that has yeah. like a really high sugar content. True. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, we're coming close to our end. Is there anything else you want to share with us about first and how we can? I think work this with is you? great. Yeah, we can. I mean, I um, we'd love to be introduced to more people that are um, considering this as a as a habit in life. Um, yeah. The the healthy movement and, and the very uh, very specific areas of healthy movements and lower sugar, um, knowing where your food comes from, considering the, the origin of things, um, all things very important to us and important to this brand. Um, and But we want to make sure people enjoy it, right? They had, it has to taste amazing first, right? And that's, mm -hmm. that's our responsibility to the consumer and to the farmer um, to make sure that what we're delivering to the marketplace, people can enjoy and can find and easily consume. So, yeah, and I think the thought and consideration and intention behind your chocolate really pours through your product, and it's, I think it's something definitely. I think everyone should give a shot. Um, but do you have a Instagram handle, LinkedIn? Where can people find you? Yes, uh, verse underscore chocolates um, on Instagram and, and Twitter. Uh, I believe on Facebook as well. Um, we're pretty easy to find. Uh, obviously, versechocolate.com has all of those as well. Um, it's a Shopify site for mm -hmm. now, but um, it's a good start to everything. Um, there will be a lot of attention coming because it's we're noticing it very quickly as far as the social attention it's getting. <clears throat> so it'll it'll show up more than likely um, uh, if you search for it for sure. And it's also verse chocolate on the top of your search in Google, which is always good always perfect well thank you so much Erin. i really enjoyed this conversation and i absolutely love your chocolate it's definitely my one of my favorite dark chocolate now um but thank you again and please let us know if there's anything we can help you with well, wonderful kimberly thank you so very much and thank you for the sound endorsement of our chocolate very grateful it's uh it's wonderful to see this coming to life and and so many people getting excited about it so thank you Thank you so much. Have a great day.